You're listening to Biz Souls, the business podcast with an edge, hosted by me, Rona Lewis, and Jeffrey Hansler. Tune in for perspectives and discoveries about the changing world of business. It's time to connect to the heart, soul, and humor of how business gets done. All right. Hello, Jeffrey. Hello, Rona. We're back at it again. Again. Oh, my God. Will this never end? Hopefully not. I'm having deja vu on this one, too. Oh, yeah. It's another one that we already did and we had to redo. We're having to redo. And that's okay because, like I said in Podcast 17, that's how you learn. Right. To make omelets, you're going to have to break some eggs. There you go. And speaking of breaking (laughs) eggs, we are talking about food because, as my mother would say, that's what you're eating. We're talking about how what you put in your mouth affects your brain, your productivity, mood, stress, yada, yada, yada. Yep. And so our title is That's What You're Eating? That's what it is. That's, That's what, what you're eating. What are you putting in your mouth? So uh, what's well, how's this tied to business? I'm going to tell you that little bit of story. Yep. Uh, it Hey, healthy employees are productive employees. Isn't that amazing how that works? I know. <laughs> and, you know, all those candy jars lying around are not doing anybody any good. Oh, there's... Oh, Get I that sugar that. bump. Can I tell a story about that? Yeah, or, you can tell a story. Or should I wait until later? Yeah, why don't you get to no, 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 tell just it now. jump right in a story. Okay. I was working at a company that produces movie trailers, and they have awesome decorations. <coughs> Excuse me. You walk in, and there's movie stuff all over. And there's a, they also had movie candy on every horizontal surface. What do you place. mean movie candy? Like you get like, it at the like, movie theater? Yeah, like the M&M's and, okay. and you know, all those type of, of things. And, Junior and, Mints? Yes. Popcorn? And, yes, they had popcorn things all, all exactly. over. I love popcorn. Okay, good and culture. I went, yes, and I went in and I they had hired me to improve the corporate culture and get the you know people more engaged and happier and less stress, et cetera. And a big part of that is what what they ate. And I, I said to the owner of the company, why do you have all this candy around? Well, it's for our clients. So you're telling me that your clients go in every single room in your offices, not just the conference rooms. So that, you know, and, and eat all the candy. How often do you have clients here? You know, well, you know, we have at least two, three times a week. Great. Who's eating the candy the rest of the time? Your people. So, point is... Don't just keep, you know, keep healthy choices there. If you have to keep candy there like, like they wanted to, just keep it in certain areas. Don't keep it all around so your employees can get to it and have bad eating habits. So we're going to talk about healthy choices. We are talking about healthy choices. All right, so the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, two brains. We have you two actually brains. have two brains. Second thing is everything we learn from Popeye. You have a good story about that, yes, which we will get to. We'll yes. get to. And then three tips and techniques for making a better, healthier life. All good. All Excellent. good. All good stuff. Yes. So point one. Talk about uh, healthier brains. Tell us about our two brains. We have two brains. You know, everything. The brain is the control center for the entire body. In your head. In your head. Yes. Your gut is the other one. So our brain is considered 
another, or rather our gut is considered another brain. Right. And, and, you know, for those of you that don't think about this, you know how they can put somebody on life support and they can uh, keep them alive mm-hmm. by ad- forcing air into them, pumping them their heart and keep sure. it going. Well, the only reason that works is because your stomach's your second brain. The, if the stomach had to wait yeah. for all its control from the brain, if you were in a coma, it wouldn't be happening. Great you point. Yeah. Excellent so that's, yeah. that's how, one of the ways they know you Absolutely. got a second brain. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's your brain works 24 hours a day. It does. Wake, sleep, all that kind of stuff. And right. number one, you want high quality fuel to help your brain work efficiently. Right. Yep. Uh, you want vitamins and, and minerals. So you want that healthy food to help your your head brain work to its uh, optimal state. And on the flip side, low quality fuel damages your your brain process now wait wait so are we talking about the stomach brain or are we talking about sorry the head, brain? head ju- just the head, head brain right now yeah we're, we're, we're focused on the head brain yes which well, has well, given control to the stomach and the stomach brain so it wouldn't have to think about it right and when you eat processed food uh super refined f- foods that messes your head brain up it's you know one increases uh, rather um sorry let me say that again Bad food diminishes the uh, ability to regulate insulin, and it increases inflammation, and there's, there's stress on the body from it, which affects how your head brain works. Does that, does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. So It's like when you're tired, it's hard to think. Exactly. So if you, if, you take in, if you take in bad food, you, it's like trying to run your car on on fuel with water in it. it sputters it kicks eventually it won't even start yeah yeah absolutely and you know the mayo clinic has been doing a lot of research on this and most people know about the the body's nervous system that's the big you know the the brain and the spinal cord that's what most people know and that really connects the entire body there is a lesser known part of the the body's uh, nervous system called the enteric nervous system. And that is a network of nerves in your digestive tract. All the way from your esophagus, it goes down to the stomach, the intestines comes out, you you know, through through the anus. It's the same sort of process. So that's why they say it's like a second brain. Should we, should we probably should have put a little caution at the beginning of this. Vulgarity will be talked it's a, about. It's, I, it, it's an, <laughs> anus is not a bad word. That's no, like saying part. the word penis. And I will say it again. No, I'm not going to say it again. It's, it's just a, a body part. You know, and it's because this enteric nervous system relies on the same types of neurons and neurotransmitters, right. that's why it's considered um, a second brain. Okay, so is it just not? Should we just avoid like bad foods or things like that? Is that is that gonna? I mean, what is uh, what what's good for these nerves and these you know this? Well, system? you want to make sure that you have enough good bacteria. They always talk about gut bacteria, right. things like that 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 help everything move smoothly. Um, and you want to make sure that you are eating healthful foods 
to make sure that you're you're feeling your your best. You know, it it affects not only the the physical body when you eat crap. It affects your your mental body as as well. Like you were saying, it it affects depression, all that kind of thing. Well, and I imagine that if you're not eating healthy, you're probably increasing your chance of getting sick. Oh, absolutely. And, and well, yeah, and you're not only immune temporary system. sick. I mean, long term illness yeah. and stuff, things like that. Well, and you know, people don't check on them themselves a lot of people have have food allergies that affect how they think they get brain fog they get tired etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, so, so I, I have a question here yeah. you, so what um it, it, right now i mean the big thing going on in the medical field is is uh, the medical field is into here's a pill for this and here's I a know. pill for that and here's a pill for everything yeah and most of them tell you to take the stuff with food so it's got to be affecting your gut Absolutely. And that's, yeah. And that's, you know, I always, I, I prefer increasing the immune system through health, healthful eating as opposed to, oh, I'll just go to get Pepto-Bismol or that kind of stuff. Why would you want to put more, you know, artificial things in your, in your body? Because it, it just screws the body up, you know, and, and taking a pill for this. And then, well, this also affects your blood pressure. So not only do you have to take this pill, you have to take a pill for your blood pressure. And that's going to also have a side effect of this. And you, you know, that you, you build on one another. Yeah, and if you have a good foundation, you're going to have a lot less of that. Right. And those, uh, those medications also kill the bacteria in your gut. Absolutely. Along with eating badly kills the bacteria. So we've got good bacteria in your gut and bad bacteria in the gut. Yeah. And the good bacteria is what um, uh, digests the food and, get, and processes it and, and is able to pull the nutrients out of it. Right. And if you put a lot of bad stuff into it, it uh, makes their job really difficult. Yep. And do you know why it affects mood so much? No, why? 95% of the serotonin, which is a feel-good hormone, in your body is produced in the gastrointestinal tract. So when you eat bad food that your body has to fight against, um, that ser- that serotonin doesn't, it's not get produced, being, uh, produced or, it, as, or it's produced at a lower level. As well, right. Yeah, okay. Right. So, so therefore yeah. you're in a bad mood and you're tired. Yeah. All right. Yeah, there's a there's just uh, there's a uh, a new branch of psychiatry called nutritional psychiatry wow. that that touches on that 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 goes into it, but we don't have to go in that. Just just know that um, the brain gut connection is a lot more than we've ever realized. You know. All right. So, do we um, learn some stuff from watching cartoons? Do we? Can we talk about Popeye? You or can. Second you can Pop? Yes. Can we run there? We can. Everything we learn from Popeye, and uh, I know you have a good Popeye story. So first of all, I, 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 we are a business podcast, we are and business the podcast. annual medical costs for obese people are about um, close to $1,500 to $2,000 higher than for people of a healthy weight. Mm-hmm. And, you know, besides, it, it's harder to move around. Um, it, and it's not saying what, you know, in today's world when we're trying to uh, not body shame and things like that. Some people genetically carry more weight. Some people right. genetically carry less weight. There is an optimum weight no matter what your body style is and so that's what they're saying when they're talking about obesity is right. people outside their range of their body type things like that yeah i i think it's i i don't have the exact numbers but it's around um 30 30 pounds over i think is considered obese from your normal weight so yeah 
Yeah, wow. Um, well, and the cost of businesses, uh, six, there's a 66% increase risk of loss of productivity just right. in general. And uh, there's also a bunch of studies about things like linking poor nutrition uh, tied to accidents and mistakes, uh, loss of life in some cases, uh, besides um, uh, the fact that, um, uh, you know, an employee um, that is eating badly over a long term can die on the job. Death so, by donut. Yep. Death by donut. Haven't heard that one. I just made it up. Okay, there you go. Rona is <laughs> riffing as we go. So um, yes, I mean this is actually a, it's a a serious thing because so much of our country is overweight and obese. Are overweight. So many people in the country are overweight. That's proper English. Uh, that it's it's just. You know, the, the the productivity can be improved a tremendous amount across the country. Yeah, and there's so many habits with companies. Like, for example, um, and the culture, the guys working on the place back here, uh, working on mm -hmm. the house. Uh, they're, they're eating, uh, you know, they bring their own food and cook it, mm -hmm. especially nowadays because it's so expensive yeah. to go out because uh, inflation is going on right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of it is, you know, it's high-carb, high-fat sure. food, which is very satisfying if you're working really hard out there, except a lot of these guys just, and then they'll, if, if they're drinking beer or, or at night or any kind of alcohol at night, they're carrying that weight and that food just doesn't get digested. Right. And the same at work. When people get into work, if they uh, you know, have a sense to put their head down and not eat, they're not taking care of themselves. So what Popeye was about was about, look, if you want energy, it, you have to pay attention to what you are putting in your body. Mm -hmm. And that gets to my Popeye story. You have a good Popeye story. So when I was a kid, I, I loved Popeye. I was watching Popeye, and we went to this uh, huge regional kind of like supermarket in the area. It was the uh, kind of the predecessor to Costco or FedEx, uh, Fedco or something like that, one mm -hmm. of the discount large stores. I wanted to be like Popeye, so I asked my dad, okay, we need a can of spinach so I can eat like Popeye. And he's going, you're not going to eat it. I go, yo, dad. And it was like his money. And finally he went, okay, fine, but you're gonna, and you're going to sit at dinner if you don't eat it. I think I sat there till 10, 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> uh, the, my only saving grace was Friday night, so I didn't have to go to school in the morning, or and I didn't have any practice in the morning. Man, I will never do that again. I don't know what they did to that spinach. It sure didn't look like the spinach well, I so, thought. Yeah, because most most cans of vegetables are high salt, low flavor. You know, they they canned is not as tasty as fresh. It can be depending on what you do with it. I'm yeah. not I'm not dissing all canned food because no. I do use it. No, and I love and canned corn. I like canned corn too. Yeah, and it's pretty good. And, Although and corn too in much general. corn. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot of sugar. Yeah, a lot corn. of sugar. And, you know, I, I want to add something. I'm not just throwing out things that I don't know about. I actually have a background of a, uh, I'm a certified fitness trainer, and I have a background in nutrition, and I went to culinary school, and um, Jeffrey uh, has a cooking background as yeah, well. So yeah, that's what I did in college, so I can eat. Yeah. I must have had three or four restaurant jobs at a time. I was working all the time. When I wasn't in school, I was working or I was out doing sports yeah, or so, something. Yeah, so I just wanted to throw that in there. Lest you think we know not of what we speak. I constantly cook. 
And you know what? Just in general, the less man messes with your food, or people mess with your food, the less processing, the less stuff they do it, the better. Which is why a black cup of coffee is probably much better than a special certified venti latte with caramel, well, yeah, yeah. vanilla, that's and everything else. Yeah, there's a ton it. of sugar in it and and high fat and so, and things that we don't that we can't pronounce. So, are there general categories, Rona, that we should look at that are, are, are specific nutrients we want to get into our system? Well, you know, these are I, I have a little list of foods that. May, because there's never a definite, you can't say they can't, they, they will. They may very well and have been shown to increase productivity. So that actually sounds like legal speak, like here, read thank the you. fine print. Yeah, they may. And they, I didn't even not, talk to possible. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> thing, okay. I'm going to bring you up in every podcast. <laughs> okay. All right. So magnesium is found in leafy greens like kale and... Spinach. Spinach, yay, I'm good. <laughs> and it's also in steak and dark chocolate. It helps to re uh, reduce anxiety and stress. I take magnesium. Um, it, uh, and it, it helps with if you're a little constipated, if you take magnesium, it can help with that as well because it loosens everything. She's just and focused on I'm that everything. intestinal canal I, I, there. I really am. And... If you take magnesium at, at, at night, it can help you fall asleep a little bit easier because it just, it relaxes things. Well, I take two magnesium supplements because I get I was getting cramps as I've gotten oh. older. That's one of the things I've it tested. It does to absolutely get help, help cramps. Yeah. So good for you. So, yeah. And then there's some, there's a, um, an amino acid called phenylalanine. Stimulates the brain to produce dopamine, another fun hormone. Makes us feel good. Um, found in almonds, you know, and uh, choline. B yeah. vitamin helps improve concentration and reaction time. Found in eggs, which I know are one of your favorite foods. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we don't go near eggs. Uh, uh, that, I love you eggs. know, mix eggs and bread or something like that, which brownies. Isn't that good? Or brownies <laughs> or something like that. It's, or cakes. Yeah. It's perfect. Uh, raw eggs. I used to have raw eggs and then orange Ugh. juice, which was that was orange Julius. Sure, I was just saying, that California orange, special orange Julius of that like egg whites, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. No. Did they just the put whole, the whites? I don't know. I, I'm from New York. Or is that just Rocky? Who I knows what yeah. it is. Anyway. anyway, and then proteins, and and for any vegans or vegetarians that are listening, who are listening, I appreciate the way you eat, and there are you know nuts, seeds, lentils are plant-based proteins that, that definitely are good for the body. So any kind of, you know, salmon, lean meat, not too much red meat because there are a lot of saturated fats in it. Same thing with, well, you know, I don't, I happen not to like pork. Uh, that is, uh, you know, a protein and too much protein can be stored as fat. The body can only really utilize four to five ounces of Protein per per meal. So, you know, if you're out eating like a 12-ounce steak, it's going to fat. So we, we kind of took a little break yesterday, and I wanted to watch an old movie, so we watched The Man Who Shot Liberty oh, Balance. Oh, God. And, you know, oh, Jimmy Stewart, John Wayne, Lee Van Cleef, uh, Lee Marvin, uh, uh, who is... Uh, they were eating dinosaurs. They were eating huge steak. The steak was like three plates big. It was So huge. that's too much. Little bit, yeah. A little bit too yeah. much. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead. 
No, and almonds. So, so I did, during COVID and watching the remodel, I wasn't mm-hmm. being as active. A, a lot of my toys are packed away, uh, so I, I did put on some weight, and mm-hmm. I uh, and I noticed that as I put on the weight, um, I was attracted to those things which weren't really good for you. You know, chips and salsa. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not terrible for you. Um, I was attracted to those, and now that I've started focusing on weight, I am more attracted to fruits and vegetables and carrots and vegetables. Mm-hmm. So my 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 taste buds have, have changed a little just because well, I've changed my habits. And also, we tend to go for the high fat, high salt, high sugar things when we are stressed. Ah, stress. Yes, we and, we are all carrying stress. Yeah. And I I want to I want to add one incredibly important thing and that's drinking water yes we people forget to drink water sugary sodas they do not count as water for your system you know your body is you know 50 to 70 percent water people don't realize that and it, it there is a lot of water in Fruits and vegetables. Wasn't it like eight quarts a day of no, water? No, it was. It's eight cups. Eight and, cups. Yeah, the U.S. Academics of Science, Engineering, and Medicine recommend that men drink fifteen and a half cups of water a day, and women drink eleven and a half cups of water on average. Are we? T- you know, red cups have little. A cup is eight ounces. Not sixteen ounces. Not sixteen. That Not would 18? be. That would be two That'd or be two nice. and a half. Yeah. So, you also and. Let's, we're going to cut those filler words out. When you eat foods. One of these days. Yeah. When you eat foods. You have to cut those out. <laughs> Take three. Take three. When we eat those foods. <laughs> when we eat those foods, we are actually ingesting water. So when, I, when you have watermelon, when you have peaches, when you have apples, not so much bananas. Because that's, that's they don't a very have a lot dense, of water. No. So you are having, you are eating water basically. You're you're getting so that's water part of your liquid. and fiber. Yeah, those th- that counts. And since your body is used to coffee, they used to say, well, coffee is dehydrating. Not so much. Once your body gets used to it, it's it's fine. It's I'm when you have like twelve cups of coffee, which I can do on a regular basis. Plus, a lot of stress going on. I wonder how many glasses of water in a full watermelon. You you drink more water th- than I do. You are really good at, at drinking water. I can't, and you drink a lot of the water with with bubbles. I can't drink that. Well, and that's supposedly not the best thing it's for not. you. It's not. It's tough in your calcium and your yeah. bone. Yeah. So I've, I so I it's have m- been uh, mineral water. Yeah, I've focused then on also eating. I'm drinking regular art. Yeah, and I, I actually put a couple of tablespoons of organic apple cider vinegar with the mother, which is the little protein part on yeah. the on the bottom, just a couple of, of tablespoons because it has been shown to even out your uh, sh- blood sugar levels. And I happen to like the taste. Um, I just put enough in there just to give water a little bit of taste. It's been proven that people drink more when there is a little bit of, of taste. You don't have okay. to do apple cider vinegar. You can do a, a couple of tablespoons of, of orange juice or something like that. Not half a glass and then water it down mm. just a little bit. Um, and that, that will help you. 
And then we go on to quantity. And, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, if you, uh, we have a tendency to overplate in the United States. We big plate. You go into a place, you expect a lot of food mm-hmm. there, and we've gotten in the habit of eating a lot of food. We should just eat less. That's right. And one of the, you know, smaller plates yeah. will work on that. Well, and if you if you make a fist, that's the size of your stomach. Yeah. And yes, it does stretch a little bit. How much really? Do you want to put in that? That's why we get Thanksgiving full, which, by the way, if you get Thanksgiving full more than one day a year, it's bad. Yeah, you probably put on weight. You put on a lot of weight. Yeah. You, know, you want to eat till you're not hungry, not till you're so full that you have to let your belt loop up, open again. You know? So before we kind of move on, we've been talking about foods that you should like. Uh, what was her name? Samin Sorat? Nor Nos, Nosrat? She she wrote the oh, book. For, on, um, she wrote the book Salt, Fat, Acid, and Heat. Yeah, she's a and a chef. and there was a documentary, and I think it was on Netflix, Netflix. originally. Yep. Four part documentary. So, yeah, and it talked about how we are attracted to these things. We're attracted to salt. We're mm-hmm. attracted to fat. Mm-hmm. We're attracted to these acidy things. We're attracted to heat on things. Yeah. Obviously, our I mean, she didn't even mention sugar, or is that right. where does that fall? Well, in? sugar is the devil. And look, I like a nice piece of chocolate as much. And I'm going to say it right now. I like milk chocolate. I do not like dark chocolate. I get yelled at all the time. I can't help it. It's not. It's too bitter for me. Sugar is eight times more addicting than cocaine. That's why most people that I speak with, you can have one cookie. I can. I can have one cookie. They eat like a whole sleeve. And... There are, I'm not going to... I have trouble eating just one of something. If I like it, except for eggs, I have no trouble eating none. No, no, none of those. Exactly. I have a list, and I'm just going to name like three or four, 36 different names for sugar. Because companies are very smart. If they just said sugar, it would be number one on the list of ingredients. Because the law says that you have to list ingredients on a product from the largest amount in it to the smallest. So they will separate sugar into dextrose and beet sugar and confectioner's sugar, maltodextrin, corn syrup, fruit juice concentrate, molasses, malt syrup, you know, all these different things. And there are more. So just beware when you're reading food labels. So that's, that's sugar. Salt. What about agave? Agave, people think agave um, is is good because it doesn't affect the um, glyce. It's it's not on the glycemic index. It's, it doesn't affect your glycemic levels. Rather, it does. It absolutely does. So well, it it's, says doesn't affect it. So why does it? Where does um, that I, I'm not an expert in that. I can't answer to that. Okay. I just know that uh, there have been studies that that show it may be better and. It still moves the needle a little. Yeah. Well, and fruit, fruit is has sugar. It's a natural sugar. Again, I think we're kind of getting back. The more you process something, the more you mess with it. And agave sugar, it it, they've messed with it. It's Mm -hmm. gone through a process Mm -hmm. like um, simple syrup. You know, you take water and you you boil the sugar in it. Yeah, and and it doesn't look like sugar. It just looks like a thick, right? You know, clear liquid or yellowish liquid. What's different about fresh fruit is that you have fiber and you have water. 
which slows down the absorption of the sugar, mm. which is which is fine. It's you know when you go through the sh- sugar high and then you crash, right? You won't have that with right with healthier forms of of Got sugar. It. And you know salt. You eat too much salt, and yes, you need salt. You know this because right. you know you 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 cook a lot and you you have worked in the restaurant business. You have to season your your food. And for those of you who watch a lot of the of the food shows, when they use the term season, they really mean salt. You have to salt your your food. I personally don't like things too too salty, and it drives me crazy when people salt their food before they taste it. Yeah, it drives me nuts. Well, it drives me nuts when you go to a restaurant. I I don't because I do so much cooking at home. I don't go to a lot of restaurants. Mm-hmm. Me neither. The amount of salt you can taste it on everything, oh even in a good restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, they're making salt brines and sugar brines for meat. And it just absorbs right oh into my God. the meat. If, yeah. You go into a great steak place. Why does it taste so good? They put extra butter and extra salt on it. Oh, not put it on it. You're they, cooking yeah, with it. Yeah, that's right. You're taking that's it through right. multiple processes. Yeah. It, uh, and it, that's why, so, yeah. And yeah. that's why saturated fats are, yeah. you know, they, they're, they're, they can be very yummy. You know, and they, they even say coconut oil is healthy for you. Coconut oil is a saturated fat. It's not as healthy as you as you think, you know. And saturated fats increase fatigue because they they release serotonin and tryptophan from your brain, which makes you sleepy. There you go. So yeah, something you learn all day. Well, and then we 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 can't leave the section of food and things that might not be great for you without talking about alcohol and caffeine. Yes, alcohol is actually another form of sugar. Yeah, sure, it converts to sugar. Into sugar, right? And, you know, the three martini lunch will not help you be more productive. No, it sure can be good, though. Oh, that's on right. On, on a Friday. I am guilty of that on, on a Friday. It's Friday somewhere, everywhere. No. Right. Uh, anyway. It does. And it, it creates on-the-job accidents, and it does lower your productivity, and it also lowers your ability to tell a good joke. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and think what they put in energy drinks, you know? So they're, And then you take energy drinks like Red Bull and then mix mm-hmm. it with vodka. So en- oh, energy right. drinks are full of, of sugar. Mm-hmm. And caffeine. I mean, isn't Red Bull predominantly sugar Ca- and right. caffeine? All those energy drinks are. Yeah. So they're just giving you a, a boost, an artificial boost. It's not really healthy for you. It's just, it's like supercharging for a second. Yeah. yeah okay. And yes, and with caffeine, it, most people, if you have over 400 milligrams, it can make you too shaky to focus. All right. So some is okay, because I'll have a big cup of coffee. I don't have quite the trough of coffee, but I will have probably equal to two cups of coffee in the, in the morning. And yes, I do not have it black. I do have, I put some soy milk and some stevia in it. Yeah, I can go. No, I just start drinking, drinking it. And then I like it hot. So I only pour myself a little bit at a time and I keep the rest in a thermos. He likes to burn his tongue every morning. Oh, I love it. (laughs) So you just put a little in and then you can sip on it and it'll last longer. Prior to that, I was drinking probably twice as much coffee because I wanted it hot, and mm. I just anyway. Right. So uh, let's get on to tips and suggestions for for what we're talking about. Sure. And, and by the way, from a business standpoint, obviously one of the tips and the, uh, suggestions is put healthy, give them healthy options exactly. at work. And that's that's what the 
the movie company eventually did, they still had some of the of the candy and they put out some, you know, like organic healthy chips and and pretzels which are better and then they would shop twice a week for fresh fruit because they were only doing it once a week so by Wednesday afternoon Thursday it was lousy. So they they bought Monday and Thursday they they bought fresh fruits for them and kept more nuts things like that. You know, I wonder what it would be if, if somebody advertised in terms of somebody analyzed uh, productivity. What is it? What do you lose in productivity? And what is it? What do you gain by healthy foods? It might be worth it to take the conference table and just lay healthy options out there. Sure. Almost like a salad bar or something mm-hmm. for somebody to take. So, yeah. And my uh, younger son is vegan. He's been that way for five years. Looks great. Not now. Mm-hmm. He does. On him. He does. And doesn't seem to bother him. Uh, so uh, in even terms when of I hold cravings, up a, a hamburger under his nose, yeah, doesn't, doesn't bother. Doesn't get to him at all. Uh, what's your first tip, Rona? Make your eating decisions before you get hungry. It's like shopping when you're hungry. You're going to buy a lot more things in the grocery store because, oh, that looks good. Oh, I could go for that. Oh, maybe I'll have that on the on the on the way home. Choose where you're going to eat if you're going out to lunch. Think about what you might want to order before you get so ravenous and eat all the bread. Get them also to take the bread off the table. But just make your eating decisions before or bring your lunch with you so you have no choice. Okay, very, very good. And I don't know quite how to give this one out on a tip. Just search. uh, It's some research from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. It shows workplaces that provided diet recommendations as well as giving their employees a chance for behavioral change as Mm -hmm. well as behavioral change education were shown to be effective in helping employees reduce body weight and improve their health in general. Which is basically what I did when I, I gave that behavioral change uh, education when I worked with that company. Yeah, and if workplaces are um, promoting diet-related work, worksite health promotion, if they're promoting that, they can improve productivity productivity from 2 to 20%. Yeah. You'd think I hadn't eaten in a day that I'm stumbling over this <laughs> okay. stuff. It's yeah. just, and the one that has been bothering me and distracting while I'm reading these is, this same study also said um, obesity is more prevalent in less educated jobs. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's, I don't know if that I like the way that's said, less educated jobs, because, you know, there are people, very smart people that take simple jobs because that's just what they want to do. Um, I think it's that, you know, it's uh, maybe po- uh, poverty and those habits from learning it, um, bad food, because uh, bad food is often cheaper than good That's food. exactly what and the prob- what has, has happened. Yes, you're absolutely right that when you're on a, a restricted buz- budget, it's hard to uh, stay away from those kind of foods. And it is possible to make at least smarter choices when you're at a McDonald's or whatever. So you can go for the salad. Uh, if you're going to get a hamburger, don't eat the bun and put it on top of the salad. Something like that, you know? Yeah. So My mother was very health conscious in food, and she always tried to make sure we had something fresh and stuff. My dad had been in charge of our diets. We would just be roly-poly. I mean, my dad was overweight most of his life. Most of it was because he, he, 
he was he he liked having his his wine, and yeah. so he drank wine constantly. And it, from a European standpoint, except he lived in the United States, and so we have a tendency to do those big portions. Mm-hmm. So his counterparts in Europe, even though they probably drank the same amount of wine as he did, they weren't eating those huge American portions. And so, therefore, when he went back, you know, he was the big guy. He was the big guy for a lot of them. Anyway, if it was just up to him, they'd probably be have a, be carrying a lot more fat than, mm. than from my mom. More tips. What yeah. should we focus on for well, food, Rona? I, I think because we are all so stressed because of everything that's happening in the world, in work and out of work, uh, let's talk about some foods that help with stress. Water. We talked about that. Uh, oatmeal, avocados, milk, asparagus, high, high uh, vitamin B. And they also um, uh, produce uh, GABA, serotonin, and dopamine. GABA is a, a gamma aminobutric acid, stops your brain from going and relaxes you. Walnuts, uh, omega-3s are great. Salmon, sardines, oysters, and halibut. These seafoods also are um, omega-3s. Sunflower seeds and spinach go back to the magnesium. Uh, berries, eat a lot of berries for fiber, and they are low on the glycemic index. So, Because you, you shouldn't have too much fruit because it will um, mess up uh, your gut sometimes because it's, uh, it's just a lot of uh, sugar and and fiber, but berries are low on the glycemic index. There you go. Yeah, very good. So some of the things you mentioned, salmon, sardines, oysters, the only limit with that is we've polluted our oceans. Right. And so now you've got mercury content. You have to be you careful got pollution. So you got to be careful with those things. Absolutely. Look, folks, we need to take care of our environment if we want to stay alive on that stuff because... Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if fish is out of your diet, it's going to be a lot harder yeah. for us to continue forward. Right. And, you know, we're not even concentrating on organic versus non-organic. That's a whole different conversation. For now, just eat healthfully. And if you can't pronounce something in an ingredient list, run away. Well, and the problem is uh, right back to dairy. I mean, uh, drinking whole milk from cows, they're giving them so many hormones right. and yeah. things. Well, that you should. So many injections yeah. and stuff. So it's it's going to affect you. I, I just, um, I trust my instincts on a lot of things, mm-hmm. and I just have not had a desire for milk. I can drink it every once in a while. I haven't just, had it. Yeah, I haven't had a glass of milk in, in yeah. ages either. I'm with you. And even seeds, uh, sunflower seeds, spinach seeds. I know. Um, I think Kirkland or Kirkland was getting seeds from China, and oh, really? the way they were uh, uh, putting nutrients in the field and and uh, insecticides, they had a big problem. Kirkland, I guess Kirkland had uh, Costco had to stop that. Mm. Hence the other, <laughs> the other podcast on that on we, what no my uh, my uh, point is there is so much we can we can talk about with the oh, yeah. organic and oh, not organic and what's and what's added so do you have any final thoughts final thought number one uh for me raw is always uh, always better and then rona my colleague would tell you it probably is not always better look i still feel the more we mess the the more we mess with some uh, stuff as a human race uh the more preservatives you have to put it the more you processing you do with it the more chance we have of of messing things up stay raw stay simple do those things uh cook at home with because then you're in charge you don't have to put in as much or at least you know what you're putting in and you can balance your diet better and then the second thing is businesses have to get involved on this yeah they uh look look people are um besides 
it's a good thing. You can attract people into work, mm -hmm. attract them into work with good, healthy food. I mean, you know, they might come back just for the free meal. Yeah. Uh, and so that's a way of getting it. And you're also going to make better people and you're going to also have more productivity at your work. Absolutely. And um, education is huge right now. Again, it's another thing that businesses can offer. You can give them classes, online classes, access to resources and encourage them mm -hmm. and, and establish these as the values of the company. Sure. And a lot of uh, EAP um, employee assistance programs have um, have that of available if they take advantage of it. I do have a question. Do you mean, in, in terms of your raw food, do you mean eat it without cooking it or just in its basic form before you cook well, it? Well, sometimes like like uh, uh, carrots, mm -hmm. you know, uh, carrots, watermelon, uh, 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 lettuce, kale. You can eat it raw. I mean, sure. I'll eat carrots all day wrong. Cook them, I'm not so excited about them. Spinach, love spinach raw. Love it in a salad. Yeah, put it in a can and can it. No, well, that's it's not no. working and, for and me. you can saute it with uh, garlic and oil, yeah. and it's delicious. So, yeah, so uh, there are people who just eat raw, and you know, things like tomatoes, tomatoes are actually healthier after they're, they're cooked. So, having healthy food in its, um, in its natural state and then cooking it, I believe, is a, a much okay. healthier way. Um, to go, so I don't agree with you totally on that, and that's no, okay. No, okay. and I know you don't. Yeah, and that's okay. And my last thought is just overall, take a breath before you take a bite. That is my sound bite. Take a breath before you take a bite. What are you eating? Are you eating mindlessly? Are you eating fast food because it's easy and you don't want to think of it? Are you feeding your kids fast food because it's it's easier? You know, it's and. Um, is it affecting your productivity? How are you feeling after you eat it? Your body knows, and it's telling you if you pay attention. Absolutely. And please, if you own a Mexican restaurant or an Italian restaurant, do not listen to Rona. Look, I have seafood disease. I see food. I eat it. <laughs> I want those chips on the table. I want the salsa on the table. And I want bread. A lot of and calories. I want bread yeah. and oil and, and, and dark vinegar, balsamic vinegar there. <laughs> so I can soak the bread in it. Yes, sorry. There you go. <laughs> hey, when I go out, I want to you know destroy and, my body. And, no, and I, I, don't. I get that. I I eat healthfully so that when I occasionally go out, I can have tiramisu, which is my absolute favorite dessert. I'm not saying being be so neurotic that you can't enjoy great food because I'm a foodie. You know that. Right. I love going to new restaurants and, and trying new things. Just not every night. Exactly. You know? So, exactly. yeah, it's the 80-20 rule. 80% healthful, 20%. What? <laughs> Let's have fun. I am having more fun cooking things from base. Like I, so I make my own Caesar. Mm -hmm. I make my own hoisin sauce. Uh, I make my uh, shoot. I'm making my own pork and beans right now. You Instead are. of going in Which Campbell's, animals? Campbell's, I'm putting you to. I'm, I've got a Campbell's challenge out there. There you go. All right. There's that's our story. We're sticking to it. Thanks for listening. You have been. Uh, thanks for listening. You have been listening to. Biz Souls. I'm Rona Lewis. I'm Jeffrey Hansler. We'll see you later. You've been listening to the Biz Souls podcast with your hosts, Rona Lewis and Jeffrey Hansler. Did you have fun? Subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Talk to you next week.